welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. This is Natalina with Rise Up For You. Thank you so much for joining us for episode number 31 with Jeff Woods. Before we jump into our episode today... I do want to remind you once again to please go on iTunes and subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already, and be sure to share it with your friends. We have a ton of great knowledge and motivation and empowerment coming from experts and professionals that really do know what they're talking about, and they're sharing their knowledge, and they're really trying to help others uplift themselves and be the best that they can be. So please go on iTunes, subscribe, and while you're there, write us a little review, tell us how we're doing, give us some feedback. We'd love to continually grow, get better, because we're here for you, and it's all about you, so tell us what we can do for you. So today, we have episode number 31 with Jeff Woods. I have to be honest with you. I mean, I have a lot of great um, guests on the show, and I love talking with them. I'm extremely honored. But this episode really, really got me. I mean, this is one of the, I would say one of the top episodes I've done so far. Our next guest, Jeff Woods, is just absolutely incredible. He's incredibly empowering. And the episode that you're about to hear about entrepreneurship and um, going from being an employee to an entrepreneur and having a mentor, that's what we're going to talk about right now, is incredible. So you definitely want to stay tuned. So let me give you a little bit more feedback. Jeff Woods is the host of the Menti Podcast. If you haven't already checked it out, go on to iTunes, check out the Menti. It's great. It's awesome. After hearing the Jim Rohn quote that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, Jeff set out on a mission to surround himself with high-level CEOs and successful entrepreneurs. So now, fast forward, because he has been mentored by these heavy hitters, Jeff was able to quit his six-figure corporate sales job and go full-time as an entrepreneur in less than 10 months. Jeff has been featured in Entrepreneur.com, and he's considered the authority on building meaningful relationships with high-level influencers and mentors. And he publishes the actual conversations with his mentors on his podcast, The Mentee. So today, Jeff is calling in from Texas, and it's actually 6 a.m. there right now. So thank you so much for for doing it this early. But uh, he's going to be talking with us about how to go from employee to entrepreneur and the importance of having a mentor. I'm not even going to say I hope you enjoy this episode because I know you will. Here we go. Thank you, Jeff, for joining us. If you can um, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do professionally. Sure, sure. And that has changed really, really recently. Um, my story is for the past five or six years, I've been in medical device sales, which was an awesome job. I wore scrubs and ran through hospitals every day. And to be transparent, I was making a really good income. Um, but I think like anybody who has that entrepreneurial fire, there's a series of defining moments that that change everything. Mm. And for me, this happened at the end of 2013 when the first was a colleague of mine. He had a stroke when he was 35 years old. Which, wow. Yeah. I mean, that 
that rocked me pretty hard because my wife and I, we had just had our first daughter and we had just bought a house in Orange County and my wife stays at home. She doesn't work. And so I'm going, all right, if something happens to me, what happens to my family's quality of life? Yeah. I did not like that answer. And the next week, my company made a change to my commission structure and overnight my income was slashed by 40%. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, put yourself in my shoes. How would the quality of your life change if all of a sudden 40% of your income just disappeared overnight? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, things got really hairy for us. And that was a blessing in disguise, frankly, just because it forced me to start asking the tough questions and really compelled me to begin this search of building passive income and starting businesses. And I tried to do it on my own and I just ended up wasting a lot of time and a lot of money. And then I hear this Jim Rohn quote that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I look at my five and say, they're all awesome. I love them to death, but they're not where I want to be. And that was another sobering experience. And so I just set out to surround myself with amazing people. And you, you fast forward a very short period of time. I found a way to tap into a ridiculously powerful vein of successful entrepreneurs. And they all started to mentor me. And I started to accelerate so fast. And I launched the podcast, The Mentee, just to to document my journey from employee to entrepreneur and to record the actual conversations with my mentors who were guiding me. That was January of 2015. I didn't realize that just by focusing on surrounding myself with people who are where I wanted to be, it would actually afford me the opportunity to quit my medical device job and go full-time as an entrepreneur in less than 10 months. Wow. January, 2015, huh? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that was, wow. Good for you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, at this point I'm, I'm in the process of launching a publishing company with Gary Keller and Jay Papazan, who, um, Gary Keller started Keller Williams, the real estate company, and right. they, they co-wrote the one thing together. And so, some interesting guys to surround yourself with, and I'm just excited to be in their presence. So can I ask you, for, for all of us that are listening that are wanting to make this move, how did you go about, this is a little bit off um, the questionnaire here, but how did you go about getting into that circle? And, mm. and you know, did you do some research? Did you start going to networking events? What was your strategy there? Sure. And the, the, the first step that anyone has to take, if you're in this, if you're listening to this and you're going, all right. I know who my five are. The sobering experience is happening. They're not where I want to be. And I've yet to meet a single person whose five is where they need to be. So right. um, you're off the hook there. You just, you're just like everyone else. Now it's about what are you going to do about it. The first thing you got to ask yourself is really, where do I need most help in my life right now? And can we, can we role play this with you, Netta? Oh, yes, please. Okay, awesome. Out of everything that's going on in your life right now, where do you need the most help? Uh, I would say... Marketing, internet marketing. Internet marketing. Okay. Yeah. Um, be more specific. What's the goal that you're trying to accomplish? Uh, the goal is to build a larger audience with Rise Up For You. Perfect. Perfect. And so if you had to describe the ideal person who could guide you, how would you describe them? Well, someone that uh, has done it, so I'm not reinventing the wheel, right? Because, of course, you want to be with a mentor that uh, knows what they're doing and can... Um, help you progress. Um, and then I would also say somebody that, um, has a good strategy, somebody that's implemented it with themselves and with others. Okay. Okay. Um, so that is excellent. And the reason I walked you down this line of questioning is because 
the moment that you realize, hey, I need a mentor, you've got to recognize that a mentor can serve you best in their area of expertise. And so by getting the clarity of that single thing that you need the most help with at this point, which for you is really growing your audience, and, right. you, and you think it's going to be through internet marketing, and you're looking to surround yourself with people who have successfully grown audiences for themselves as well as shown others how to do it. Is that right. correct? Correct. Perfect. So you just got incredible clarity. Mm. Now, what you also just did is the step two, and you didn't even realize it, which is you talked about it. So often we have these things that we need help with, but we keep them bottled up inside of us. And the biggest shift that I made in my life, and if I can leave you with one massive call to action today, the one thing that will get you disproportionate results in your life, it's to do this exercise. Figure out where you need the most help, and then I want you to talk about it. And what I mean by that is that I guarantee 90 plus percent of the time when you get on the phone with a friend and you say what's going on, what's new, or what's up, they probably say not much. And when they ask you that, when they ask you that question back, you probably say not much as well. That's right. an incredible missed opportunity. In those moments when somebody starts a conversation with you and they ask you what's new, what's going on, what's up, instead of saying not much, in your case, Netta, you'd say, you know, a lot. I've been focusing on growing my audience for Rise Up For You. And at this point, I'm just looking to meet other people who have successfully grown audiences and helped other people do it as well. Right. And you zip your mouth. <laughs> Did you ask for anything there? No. No. But you simply told people what was happening. Now, let me ask you this. How did you even know to approach me? Uh, research and obviously a podcast. Okay. Yeah. And, and where did you, 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 we were at Thrive together, right? We were at Thrive together. And it's funny because you, all you did was ask a question to Tucker Max. And um, I was sitting in the room and I didn't leave the room because I wanted to hear people's questions. And because and, I believe that you can also learn and, you know, just by being a fly on the wall. So I'm like, I'm just going to sit here and listen to the questions and the responses that, that are given. And you asked your question and I was like, who, who is that guy? I, I haven't heard of you at the time. Did some research obviously pulled up your podcast. And so that's how I reached out to you. Right. Now there was strategy behind me getting up at a conference and asking a question. Mm -hmm. I was practicing what I'm preaching. Right. I'm in the process of launching a publishing company. Here's the guy who is the sole reason self-publishing exists today. Yes. He's one of the few people, there are very few people who know more about the publishing space than Tucker and he's got a big vision. So who better to tap into than Tucker Max? Right. He and I are not BFFs at this point. But so what's, what's <laughs> at my this oppor- point. <laughs> right. But there's a Q&A. Here's my shot. And so I stood up and I strategically asked a question while being able to share exactly where I needed help. Right. And I told him, hey, I'm going to be the CEO of this company. Um, I asked a specific question that basically said, help me figure out what my business plan should be. Right. And he did an incredible dump of information on me that ultimately shaped my vision for the company. Mm. Yeah. It was all strategic. And, yeah. in the, and in the process, that attracted you to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wow. remember sitting there and be like, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for, for you, the person who's listening to this, I, I cannot emphasize the power of this enough. It is so cool. I, I actually have... Um, 
there's a course that a course that I only charge 97 bucks for, but I basically hold people's hand through it for seven days, showing them exactly how to engage their network. And, and this is, this is the process. I'm giving you the secret sauce right now. So you've got it. It's, it's really that simple. Wow. And so can you tell us, um, cause it is, it's not easy. <laughs> Um, and a lot of people get, I think, get discouraged about it. So how do they make that jump? So before they get the mentor, obviously they need to make a decision mm-hmm. um, what they're going to do with their path. Are they going to, and you wrote a great article on entrepreneur.com about it where you talk about how do you move from being just an employee to an entrepreneur. Can you help us with those five steps that you listed in that article? Sure, sure. So... I'll get into the steps, but I first wanted to, to, to set the, the mindset for you that it's so important to detach yourself from the outcome. You can say, hey, I want to go from employee to entrepreneur, and you can imagine what it is that you want to be doing, or maybe you have no freaking clue. Right. Most people have no idea, and I certainly didn't. I just had this big fire inside of me and, and, and a bank account that was hemorrhaging cash, and a, and a will and a, just a desire to make this shift. But I didn't know. I was lost. But in my gut, I knew if it just felt right, if I could surround myself with the right people, that I would probably get there faster. And so give yourself permission to take action in spite of the fact that you don't see the entire path, if that makes sense, first mm-hmm. and foremost. Okay. Yes. Um, and the That's first- tough for a lot of people, though, you know? It is, and this is where the power of having the right mentors in your life comes into play because all of a sudden when the person who is exactly where you want to be, the person who has achieved everything you want to achieve looks at you and gives you the permission to do it, right. all of a sudden you just go, oh, okay, well, they told me to do it, so let me be that person to give you that permission. Detach yourself from the outcome. It works out a lot better. Right. Um, the first thing is that you really do have to recognize that you have a clean slate in front of you. You know, I, I come from, um, in college, I was an accounting major. And I went and did the big accounting internship, and all my friends did it. And it was a very natural path to become a CPA and go to work for the big firms. And I, un- I fortunately did not follow that path. I bucked the trend. But a lot of my friends have gone that route. They have their CPAs. They've been in that capacity for six-plus years. And... Now they realize that every day they wake up and they're not trading their life for something that's worth it. Mm-hmm. And they want to make a change, yet they feel that they have to leverage their CPA because they've invested so much in it already. And this right. is where you have to give yourself the permission to just say, hey, everything that has gotten me up to this point, all the certifications, all the money I've invested in college, potentially graduate school, Maybe it just got me to the point where I realized I need to wipe the slate clean and be grateful for the fact that I recognize this now and not 10, 20 years down the road. Right. Okay? So give yourself that permission. And then the second thing is really identifying what were you born to do? Um, My buddy Justin Lafazan had a series of questions that he asked, and he started by asking, trying to identify what his passions were. What are those things that you absolutely love to do? Then also saying, all right, well, what am I really good at? What are those skills? And then what really matters to me? What are my values? So you're t- looking for the intersection of what you're passionate about, what you actually have the skill set for, and what aligns with your values. And just laying that out there for you right now, it's not like all of a sudden you're like, oh, bullseye, I've got the answer. This is something you're going to have to digest 
and think about and ask yourself questions on a consistent basis. But as you continue to ask these questions, it starts to seep into your subconscious mind and your unconscious mind. And all of a sudden, your awareness changes. Things come into your conscious mind that you would not have been aware of before, if that makes sense. Right. And Jeff, would you, um, would you suggest that they also add in that fourth element of asking their closest friends around them what they're good at just to get that kind of perspective? Or would you suggest to kind of just ask yourself? Oh, I'm so glad that you brought that up. I strongly encourage you seek counsel from other people because we all kind of live in a vacuum. We have this perception of, of how we show up in the world and what Absolutely. we're good at, what we don't. And I'll tell you, we're we are only seeing a fraction of what the reality is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, awesome, awesome. Um, The third thing you've really got to do is find those right mentors. You're just going to hear this through any subject we talk about. Mentorship is going to be at the crux of this thing. You have to surround yourself with the people who are where you want to be. Otherwise, it just... You got two options. You can do the easy road or the hard road. And everybody's going to say, of course, Jeff, I want to do the easy road. Well, the easy road is instead of trying to sit in your chair and think about what you should be doing and testing and then making a bunch of mistakes, why not go to the people who've already walked the path who can say, hey, don't go there. You're going to make a mistake. Do this instead. Oh, you're going to need this connection. Let me introduce you. Make right. sense? Right. Got it. And then this, this was one of the most powerful elements for me. The fourth thing was turning your day job into a game. If you're listening to this and you have this strong desire to go from employee to entrepreneur, then you're experiencing some pain that is great enough that it's compelling you to take action. Fair? Very fair. Okay. In the process, you cannot self-sabotage. You cannot look at your current situation and mentally sabotage it because at the end of the day, it's your stepping stone. It's just like if you knew that you had to, it's just like climbing a flight of stairs. You want to be at the top of the stairs. That's when you fully make the switch to entrepreneur. But you've got to appreciate the fact that that first step exists. Because without the first step, you cannot get to the fifth step. And without the fifth step, you cannot get to the 11th step. So this is just one of your steps along the way. So what gratitude, what appreciation can you find for your current job? You may hate your boss. You may hate what you're doing. You may not be making enough money. But are you able to put food on the table? Are you able to have a roof over your head? Are you able to have headphones or a smartphone that allows you to listen to this as we speak? Because of that job? There's some beauty. There's something good about your current situation. And you have to hold that in your heart every single day. Otherwise, if you just focus on the negative energy and hold this negative energy in about your current situation, you're not going to get to the next step. And I think that's where a lot of people make the mistake. Does that resonate with you? Yeah, it does, actually. Um, and that's the thing is, and I think the reason why a lot of people hold themselves back is because they, they do, they have a chip on their shoulder about their job. Well, I got a job and I, you know, it sucks, but I have to be there. You know, and there's just so many things that get in their way. Like you said, they, they basically mentally sabotage themselves as opposed to using the job that they have at the moment to help build their entrepreneurship and to help help them escape from what they want because essentially you can use it as a tool before you jump into the before you get to the 11th step like you were saying mm-hmm. think about if I told you you had to go have dinner with somebody tonight you had to have, and maybe a drink and I put two people in front of you and one person is just 
complaining about their current situation, they're not positive, they're just grumpy. The other person just has this awesome energy about them and they're just smiling and they just seem to allow everything to roll off them and they're just positive and bubbly. Who's the person you want to take to dinner? Positive and bubbly. Positive and bubbly. Both those people are in the same situation. They're in a job that they hate. You can choose every single day. You can choose to be that first person that's just grumpy, that's just bitter about their current situation. Or you can be the second person who finds the gratitude, who's able to say, hey, this isn't perfect, but this is one of my steps along the way. And I've got to be grateful for it. And I can't wait to get to the next step. Here's the beauty of this. Just like it's like, well, Jeff, you're not asking me to dinner. No, but opportunities... People are constantly looking. I'm constantly scouting to hire people right now. And I look at the way people show up in the world when they don't know that they're being judged. Yes. Can you say that again? Because that is so important and a lot of people don't understand that. I look to see how people show up in the world when they're not, when they don't think they're being judged, when they don't think that they're being watched. Mm. I look for those people. The whole reason that this whole opportunity to start a company with Gary Keller and Jay Papazan occurred was not because I, rec- was because, because I hunted them. It's because I just consistently reached out to Jay and just said, what are you working on and how can I help you? Consistently. And I'd get them booked on other podcasts. I wrote an article on Entrepreneur and plugged their, their book and, and mentioned them without them knowing and then shared it on social media. I just constantly looked for ways to add value. I had nothing to gain from them. I just wanted to invest in that relationship. And it was because that I showed up in the world that way, I didn't even realize what they were looking for, that they started to target me as, as, as the person to start the company with them. Right. Okay? So you have to turn your day job into a game. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. And then the last step along the way is to give yourself to ch- the choice to burn the ships once you've got another boat. People always talk about, I'm going to quit my day job and I'm going to become a full-time entrepreneur and I'm going to burn the ships because if I do that, I have to be successful. You fool. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. For most people, I will tell you that that's foolish. Yeah. Because people think that the act of quitting the job and burning the ships is what is going to make them successful. Very, very wrong. So I personally, considering I have a wife a daughter, a baby on the way, and a mortgage, the burning the ships option, not a viable option for me. So for me, I gave myself permission to not burn the ships and just start building a business on the side. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that that's right for everybody. You may be in the situation where you are ready to burn the ships. And if so, power to you. I I hope you have a strong advisory board around you to help you along the way. I'm glad you said that, though, because the number one excuse that I hear from people is, well, I can't quit my job because I have a, I have a child or I have a family. And by you just saying what you just said right now, you have a child, you have a wife, you have a family, you have a baby on the way, you, you did it without jumping ship. And I think that a lot of people assume that if I'm going to make it as an entrepreneur, I have to quit my job and focus on that full time. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. But there is that 7, that 7 to 2 a.m. saying that we always talk about that you might have to work a little harder, but if you really want it, that's what you're going to do to get to where you need to be. Exactly. I mean, I try to be very open and honest in my podcast and really show the sides of starting a business that nobody ever sees. Mm. And for my 50th episode, which was 
something that was really special to me. I was really torn on who, what mentor I was going to highlight. And I realized as soon as it hit me, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to Amy, my wife. Nobody's ever met her before. And people haven't seen how much of a toll me starting this business has taken on our marriage. And then even the moment I thought of it, like I broke down into tears and you hear her talk about how on a monthly basis, she can count the number of times that she wakes up to me or falls asleep to me combined on one hand. Mm. I'm up at 5 a.m. I'm burning the candle until 10 or 11 p.m. every single day because my why, my reason for being successful, my reason for creating this opportunity is so strong that I'm willing to sacrifice that time. If you are not willing to sacrifice that time right now, you will not be successful. It's the harsh Mm -hmm. truth, but you need to hear it because otherwise you're going to end up quitting a job that's putting food on the table and providing your lifestyle and you don't have what it takes. And that's okay. Not everybody's cut out to be the entrepreneur, but better that you'll figure it out now than put yourself in a precarious situation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Jeff, you, um, in all of this, you, you have your podcast that you, that you've been talking about called the Menti, where, like you said, you have conversations with, with different mentors and you've talked about it pretty much already, but why do you think that it's, what's the benefit, what's the true benefit of having that? And do you think it can be done successfully without a mentor? Yeah. And awesome question. I'm going to use you as the example. You really (laughs) want to grow your audience. Yeah. Okay. What would that mean to you? What would you be able to accomplish if all, how big do you want your audience to be? Oh gosh, I I don't even want to put a limit on it. Okay, perfect. So let's, let's just, let's just for a benchmark, say a a million downloads a month. Okay. Okay. I know I can count the number of people who get a million downloads on, in in, in one month on two hands. Okay. Um, so you want to be one of the elite podcasters. Mm. You got two options. You can do what you're doing right now and you can try to just Think of ways to do it and take action and test and you may get there. It may take you years or you could be connected directly with Jordan, Jordan Harbinger or John Lee Dumas or Pat Flynn and form a relationship with them to the point where they're like, Netta, I really want to help you. I want to invest in you. Here's how you can do it. Then I need you to do this. Then do this. Don't do that. Which way do you think you'd have a greater chance of success? Right. Probably with them. Well, for sure with them, 100%. Mm-hmm. When I realized I wanted, and this is, this is actually a um, cool testimonial to the power of just sharing what you're up to and where you need help. When I realized I wanted to launch a podcast, I didn't just start taking action. I started saying, who do I know who's a podcaster? I didn't know anybody. So then I just started reaching out. The very first time I was in a conversation, a guy said, what's up, Jeff? I said, you know, I just got the idea to start a podcast and I'm looking to meet successful mm-hmm, podcasters. Mm-hmm. Very first time I said it, he goes, oh, I've got a great buddy I can connect you with. His name's Pat Flynn. <laughs> I had no idea who Pat was. I spent an hour on the phone with Pat and he gave me incredible guidance and I recorded the conversation. That's one of my episodes. You hear the actual mentorship that Pat gave me that ultimately allowed me to hit the top 20 in business when I first launched. I would have never gotten there if he and I had not had that conversation. Right. Makes sense? Makes sense. So, okay, so here's my, here's my other question for our, for our listeners out there. Uh, and uh, you talked about it on your last episode with Ryan. 
a lot of mentors, some mentors, not all, but they do charge a fee. And that sometimes that can be very intimidating for people that are starting out where they're like, oh man, I don't have $10,000. I don't have $5,000. So how do I get that mentor? How do I build a mentor without having to financially um, suffer? Sure. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Absolutely. And this is where there's, there's, you've got the people who are, and I'll be completely transparent, I was making really good money. I had disposable income. I was able to drop a few thousand dollars to go to a high-end conference and get in the rooms with the right people. I recognize that that is not everybody. At the mm. same time, I have met other people who had zero disposable income, who were paycheck to paycheck, literally like 20 bucks a month was their world. That made, that made a difference. And they wanted to get into the same room. Money is not the ultimate currency. And I just wrote about this. Um, Ryan and I had lunch yesterday. I just wrote an article for Entrepreneur kind of featuring what we talked about in that podcast. Money is not the currency. Relationships are currency. Being able to solve other people's problems are currency. So example, this guy, Mark, who's a listener of my podcast, he wanted to come to this event that I was going to so bad. It was like a $3,500 ticket. Mm-hmm. He wanted it so bad that I said, why don't I connect you with the event organizer and tell him how bad you want this and offer to volunteer your time. He drove from Florida to California, slept in his car eating power bars all week because he wanted to be at this conference that bad. And he got in the room as a volunteer. And once he was there, because he, I saw how committed he was, I introduced him to every heavy hitter that I knew. And he walked away with one hell of a Rolodex. So for you, who doesn't necessarily have the disposable income to bankroll this thing, a mentor, for the most part, not going to work with you because of your money. They're already where you want to be. They're already way, way, way wealthier than you if, if that's what you're looking for. Right. They will invest in you because at one point in time, somebody invested in them. Yes. Very true. That's I, right. Paying I, it forward. Yeah. Um, Episode 19 of my show, I, I talked with Jeff Hoffman, who was one of the founders of Priceline.com. The guy's a billionaire. And I point blank asked him, you'll hear me in the recording, Jeff, why in the world are you talking to me? You have so much going on in your life. Why are you talking to me right now? And he said, because I believe in my bones it is my obligation to nurture and mentor the next generation of entrepreneurs because I believe they will change the world. Jeff was fortunate to have a group of amazing mentors in his life to nurture him, and they didn't ask for money. They didn't ask for him to wash their car. They didn't ask for back rubs, although I give them freely. (laughs) They asked that one day he paid it forward. And so he does. He looks for those people who are so hungry, who want his mentorship so bad that there is no question that they will take action on the guidance that is being given. And they will get results. And those are the people who get his mentorship. Wow. And, you know, there's also different, like you're saying, there's different ways of, of um, I guess, receiving knowledge. If you're not ready to, if you're not at that stage yet, I think, you know, when I first started the podcast a couple of months ago, I, I'll be honest, I had I, nothing. I just hit a, a low point in my life and there, there was absolutely nothing. I just moved back into the country from Canada and I, and I wanted to do this podcast and I was like, I don't even know the first thing on how to build. I need a mentor. And I was like, you know, I'm going to listen to the best podcast that I enjoy, which is John Lee Dumas and Jordan Harbinger. And I'm going to learn from them the best way that I can without investing yet, because I wasn't at that point. And that's exactly what I did and what I had to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Let me, I'll tell you the story of how I approached one of my closest mentors. Have you ever seen the movie Jerry Maguire? Mm-hmm. So that was based, people don't know this, that was based on a real sports agency called Lee Steinberg Entertainment. And at the time, it was the largest sports agency in the world. And as Lee, Lee Steinberg, who started it, as he started to deal with some personal issues, he had to bring in a CEO. And he brought in this guy, Dave Meltzer. I'm at this event, and Dave is speaking. And he's talking about his crazy journey from being multi, multi, multi-millionaire to almost losing it all because he got involved with the wrong people, the wrong ideas, and how he ultimately found gratitude and empathy and ended up building himself back up to a point much higher than he had ever been before. And this is right at the beginning of my journey where I am so lost. And hearing a guy who had a net worth of over $50 million at one point and then almost lost everything and then suddenly building himself back up, I was touched so deeply. I was like, I have to talk to this guy, but what could I possibly say to him that would make him interested in me? Why would he talk to me? What could I possibly give him that would make it worth his time? But yet when he stopped talking, all of a sudden, like my body just stood up and I started walking toward him. I'm like, what are you doing, Jeff? What are you doing, Jeff? (laughs) And all of a sudden I'm in front of him and our eyes meet. And my mouth just opens and I just drop my ego and I just talk from the heart and I go, Dave, I'm Jeff Woods. First and foremost, thank you. Your message resonated with me so deeply. I am going through this crossroads in my life and I am just lost. And after hearing you talk for the first time, I feel like I see some direction and I'm not even sure where it is. And I don't even know what I could do to add value to you. But if you'd be willing to spend 15 minutes with me to give me a little guidance, I promise I will find a way. Can you help me? Wow. He said yes. And... Mm -hmm. Turns out he lived a mile from my house at the time. And this started a relationship. <laughs> of course no he idea, did. Right? Right? Of course he did. And um, turns out two weeks before he had consciously identified that he was looking for a young guy to mentor. And that started a relationship to the point where we meet every two weeks. Wow. I've done this time and time again. It is all in your approach. And that's ultimately what I have found is my... My gift to the world is to show other people how they can go out and surround themselves with the top influencers of their industry in a way that's authentic to them. Mm. And that's what I do now. Authentic. Good, good word. Keyword. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so I just have a couple more questions here, Jeff. Um, what's one thing that you have accomplished that you're extremely proud of that maybe some people don't know about or the majority of the people would not know about? It's, and I'll just speak off the cuff because this is what is touching me right now. And specifically because I got a call from a guy yesterday who, who still works at my old medical device company who had no idea that I had a podcast, had just found out that I left the company. And for somebody to come call you up and to open up and to hear that they have the, um, the exact same challenges that you were going through, the exact same fears and that suddenly you're their inspiration mm. because you, you dared to take action. You dared to get results. You dared to blaze the, tra- the trail ahead. The thing that, oh, sorry, the question one more time because I just got way too excited. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, the one thing that you've accomplished that you're extremely proud of got that it. many people would not know. I would say it was in, in my moment of most confusion and fear 
that I took action, that I dared to take action because mm-hmm. I dared to just, to just dream that I could surround myself with the heaviest hitters in my industry. Mm. I dared to start a podcast. I dared to just not knowing how this could possibly turn into a business, just, just to take action every single week and add value to people every single week without any conditions, with the hope that one day that something great would come to me. And ultimately, it led to me having an opportunity to be partners with the guy who put the largest real estate company in the freaking world. Are you kidding Mm. me? Mm -hmm. I'm still pinching myself. (laughs) But as I look back, it's like, oh, of course, that's how it worked. And as I've tapped into this really powerful vein of people, I've seen the common themes. People, these people, they don't show up to get, they show up to give. And so what I'm most proud of is that I took action and that I just sought to add value to people every single day. Yeah. Because that is the, that is the difference that makes the difference. I think it's amazing that you said that uh, people don't show up to get, they show up to give, because I do feel like a lot of people that are hungry, that want to jump in the, into this game, there's still a little bit of a mental stigma that entrepreneurs are... Um, more of sharks and that they don't want to give and that they're not open. And that's not true. And actually, I remember sitting at the Thrive Conference and I can't remember which speaker it was. They asked that question. How many of you guys consider yourself like an entrepreneur or um, a businessman or woman? And I think like maybe 10 people raised their hand and it was almost like they were embarrassed to raise their hand that that's what they were going to do. And I remember the speaker saying, well, how come no one else is raising their hand? Like, that's what you're here for. So I, I do think that there's still some people that fear that people um, or entrepreneurs or the people, their mentors aren't in a position to give, but they are, and they're more open than they realize. You just gave me the most amazing segue to drive this home. (laughs) When it comes to surrounding yourself with the right people, if you are surrounded by people that when you say the word entrepreneur, they cringe, how much do you think they're going to be able to support you along the way? Right. I, I was... I can't say that that was my five, but my five did not think entrepreneurially. And they couldn't, you know, even when I started talking about making the jump officially, they were like, oh, that's risky. And it's like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Mm. This could be, this could not be more safe. (laughs) Um, This is the power of all of a sudden, imagine how the quality of your life would change. Imagine how much faster you would get to make that full jump, if that's what you want. If all of a sudden you were surrounded by a group of people who had already been in your shoes, had already made the switch, were already thriving as as entrepreneurs, and every single day they were following up with you, Netta, how's the journey coming? What can I do to help you? That may sound like a dream, but I'm telling you, it can 100% be your reality. You just have to commit to changing your five. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you're totally right. And the thing is, is that a lot of times your five are your close family and you have to, you have to realize that too. And I hear a lot of people were like the, for the five people that I hang out with are my family. Okay. Well, sometimes you have to create a little bit of that distance regardless. Sure. Sure. And this is where really one of the things I've struggled with is there are some people who are relative to you. They call them relatives for a reason. They're most relative to you. And they may not necessarily be aligned values-wise. And this is where you just kind of have to compartmentalize your life. This is not a part of your life you talk to them about. 
You don't talk about your entrepreneurial ventures. There are people who are still in my life, relationships I still invest in. I just don't talk about my entrepreneurial ventures because they don't get it. Right. They don't think in that way. And that's okay. It's not to say it's a good or a bad thing, but it's just like if you speak Chinese and I don't, don't try to spot talk in Chinese to me. I don't try talking entrepreneur to some of my friends. Mm. It just doesn't translate. Right, right. And Jeff, what's the, this is a, a common question that I ask um, every guest. What's one thing that you do in your life that helps you get a positive rise in your life? Is there a morning routine or something that helps develop you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I meditate every day whether it be for a half hour like I did this morning or whether it be for no joke, 15 seconds Mm. while I'm in an elevator because that's all the time that I've got right then and there. Uh, Taking the time to stop what you're doing, to close your eyes, to take a few deep breaths and either just center yourself or to ask yourself an empowering question. You know, one of the things I'm working on right now is for this course I'm launching for the one thing, I'm, I need to get 4 million emails lined up for our launch. I have no idea how I'm going to do it, but wow. I simply close my eyes and ask the question, what can I do today to get closer to my goal of 4 million emails? And guess what? I've asked it enough times. It's seeped in my subconscious. All of a sudden, ideas come to my head. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that concept of waking up early, I do wake up early meditating and doing something to invest in myself, whether it be go to the gym, uh, listening to something positive, reading a book, sometimes taking action on my business. It just starts the day on the right foot. Awesome. I love that. Jeff, thank you so much for your time. And it's been a pleasure and an absolute joy talking with you. Do you have any last message for the listeners? Yeah. So if you're still actually listening to me by now, then (laughs) clearly something has resonated. Here's what I'll do for you. Um, I had mentioned earlier that I had a seven-day course that holds your hand step-by-step that I charge 97 bucks for. I'm going to give it to you all for free. Oh my wow. God. I just said y'all. That was the first. Oh, <laughs> <That's boy>. the <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, it's been documented. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it to you guys for free. And if you go to find the best mentors.com, that's mentors with an S, mm-hmm. there'll be an action guide there that's the seven easy steps you can take to meet the top seven influencers. When you opt in for that action guide, you'll get that the very next page. It will give you, I'll make it so that it's free. It'll give you an option that you can just enroll in that course. You just have to click a button. And literally, I will hold your hand for seven days straight. I'll help you identify the people you need to call, what to say. And I've had people who've come back to me in that seven days and say, I made 15 new contacts. Wow. So if you're just going, I need to bring some new people into my life. You need to leverage the relationships you have because 80% of everything you need is already within your current circle. You just need to learn how to tap it the right way. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. So how do we stay in touch with you and how do we support you? Well, excellent question. Thank you. Um, the podcast is The Mentee. and Great podcast, by the way. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, listen to the podcast. Leave me a rating and a review. And, and honestly, if you've got questions, if there's something that that's, I haven't covered, I'll give you my email. Just shoot me an email. It's Jeff with a G, G-E-O-F-F at jeffwoods, W-O-O-D-S.com. So jeff at jeffwoods.com. And here's, here's the kicker. Um, I just gave you the keys to the kingdom, and mm. I don't know how many downloads you get, but, I mean, I've given it out on podcasts to get like 10,000 downloads an episode, and I'll get five emails. Right. The p- number of people who, who are listening to this right now where I, I, my message has touched you, yet you still won't take action. And 
maybe you're wondering, I need help, but I don't know where I need help, then that's the question you need to ask. You need to develop the habit and the skill of taking action in spite of not seeing the entire path. Yeah. Make sense? Makes sense. Jeff, thank you so much. It's been a brilliant conversation. And again, I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks so much, Netta. That's all we have today for our episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I mean, was that incredible or what? I mean, I I know the answer to that because even now when I listen to it over and over and over again, which I do with my podcast, every time I feel so empowered and I love what he's doing and I love the concept of a mentor and really going out there and finding one. And remember, a mentor can be a number of things. You don't have to invest thousands of dollars you know, to having a mentor, listening to a podcast and listening to all the advice from all these professionals and experts can be part of mentoring for you. Thanks again, you guys. Don't forget to go to our website, www.riseupforyou.com. Support us through social media at Rise Up For You. We're all over the place. We hope you guys have a great day. It's Monday. So let's kick off the week strong and positive. Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.